Hey, North Star, welcome to another episode of Digging Deeper, where we help you lock eyes with Jesus and take a step towards Him. We're going to keep diving into the life of Joanna today, and our scripture reading is Luke 23, verses 55 and 56. God's Word says this, The women who had come with Him from Galilee followed along and observed the tomb and how His body was placed. Then they returned and prepared spices and perfumes, and they rested on the Sabbath according to the commandment. Today's our third day looking at the life of Joanna. And, and as a summary, we've been looking at the five things that we can derive about Joanna's life from scripture. The first being that Joanna was healed by Jesus herself, that um, Joanna helped fund Jesus's ministry. The number three, which we're going to look at today is that Joanna assisted in the burial of Jesus. Number four, Joanna witnessed Jesus's empty tomb. And number five, that Joanna was one of the first to ever proclaim the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So let's look a little bit deeper today at Joanna assisting in the burial of Jesus. So following Jesus's death on the cross, a man named Joseph from Arimathea took Jesus's body and placed it in a tomb that was cut into the rock. Now, the text tells us that uh, the women, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, um, the mother of James and others had come with Joseph to the tomb and had observed Jesus's dead body being placed into that tomb. Then the text tells us that they left to prepare spices and perfumes um, to place inside the tomb as a means to control the smell and the decay of a rotting corpse. It's interesting that all four of the gospel writers, so Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all present details about Jesus's burial. I think that they do this in order to demonstrate that Jesus was truly dead. The fact that Joanna and these women left to prepare spices and perfumes proves that they were convinced that Jesus was truly dead, that he wasn't just sick or paralyzed or passed out, but that he was dead. Now, this is significant because the death of Jesus is the perfect substitute that brings us back to God, that if Jesus didn't actually die, then we unfortunately are still bound by sin and death. If Jesus didn't actually die, then the resurrection was just a masterful sleight of hand. This would be terrible news for us. The, the New City Catechism states this, Since death is the punishment for sin, Christ died willingly in our place to, to deliver us from the power and penalty of sin and bring us back to God. By his substitutionary death, he alone redeems us from hell and gains for us forgiveness of sin, righteousness, and everlasting life. Think about it this way. When Jesus was buried, our sin was buried. Our sin was not injured. Our sin did not pass out. Our sin was not temporarily paralyzed. No, rather, our sin was buried. Our sin was killed. So today, may we rejoice in the substitutionary death of Jesus. It's why we call it Good Friday, that as he truly died, our sinful nature and the destination of hell died with him. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for your word. Pray that by the power of your spirit, this passage from Luke 24 would change us into the likeness of Christ. And, and Lord, that as we had those witnesses like Joanna who witnessed your burial, God, that you were actually dead, that you died in our place. Um, Father, may we never get over that beautiful truth. And we pray this now through the Son and by the Spirit. Amen. Amen.